Everyone, welcome into Chatterbox Bearcats. The most wild thing is happening right now in the NCAA. If you haven't been paying attention, I'm going to break it down to you as simplistically as possible. And the issue is, is there's no simple way to put this. It is a nuance unlike anything we've ever seen. It is unprecedented what's going on in the NCAA. So let's start from the beginning. UC has a player named Jameel Reynolds that has never picked up a basketball in a Cincinnati uniform, at least a playing uniform, but he's supposed to be really good. Wes Miller's been hyping him up the entire offseason. He was good last year for Temple, where he averaged 10 points per game, over five rebounds, and apparently has lost a lot of weight, is good on his feet, can knock down threes, and most importantly, is a massive body. Six foot ten, 230 pounds for a team right now that, yes, has big players. Aziz, huge in the middle. Victor Locken, he's six foot eleven. Odio Guama, big. None of those three players are bruisers. But when you're talking about a banger down low, a Carante DeBerry type body, someone that can back you down, get physical, stop other physical players that are a little more burly and have some muscle on them. That's what Jameel Reynolds is supposed to give you. That's the one thing Cincinnati's missing right now is that type of player that's had success at a pretty high major school like Temple and has had success playing against other big-time teams. That's like the one thing you see is lacking. And they could use another shooter, quite frankly. But he would complete the puzzle, and I think there'd be no more doubts that Cincinnati would be an NCAA tournament team if Jameel Reynolds comes back. Why do I bring all this up? Jameel Reynolds is now eligible to play. And you say, what? Well, what's going on? The attorney generals, including Dave Yost, the Ohio attorney general, basically came out and filed a temporary restraining order against the NCAA for two weeks. For two weeks, the NCAA has no jurisdiction over these athletes. They can't say whether they can play or not. Here's where it gets interesting, though. Typically in this situation, you figure, okay, well, if the players play and, you know, a, a year down the road this, this whole thing is reversed and the NCAA wins these suits, then the school's going to have to vacate all the wins, right? So it makes it an easy decision. You don't play the guy. No. Here's the nuance here. No schools will be penalized with vacating wins or anything for playing someone who is later deemed to be ineligible if the injunction is not granted. So the schools won't be penalized. But the red shirt rules still apply. And in basketball, you burn your red shirt the second you play in a game. Think about that now. Let that sink in. What do you do if you're Cincinnati now for the next two weeks before you know they, they go back to the courtrooms on this and we get a, a real decision? Saturday, he can play legally against Dayton. But if that's to be overturned in two weeks you lose a year of Jameel Reynolds. So the question becomes, do you play him? Wes Miller's answer, he said the decision comes down to whether Jameel is okay with potentially risking of losing a year of eligibility. Miller said there will be multiple conversations before a decision is made. It's not an easy decision to make. I think the biggest thing is, is Jameel Reynolds coming back next year? That's the, the big thing. You know, does he have plans of potentially playing in Europe? 
um, as a as a two time transfer if the, if this year goes awry or anything like that. If he is willing to come back and play college basketball next year, and, and you think those are in your cards, then I don't know how you can potentially burn a year of eligibility unless you are certain. If you're Wes Miller, you get Dave Yost on the horn. You say, Dave, what's going on here? I need this as real as possible. Dumb it down for me. What are the chances the NCAA can win this thing and potentially, you know, Jameel loses an entire year of eligibility? If Dave says it's not going to happen, trust the courtrooms, trust the process. What they're doing is 1,000% illegal. We are winning this case. Do you go out there and play him against Dayton? Now, I did get Houdini's response from a text. He could not join the show today. His answer was, Jameel shouldn't play. It's as simple as that. You don't risk his red shirt um, at this point in the year, even though you do have Dayton on Saturday. After that, it's it's three or four garbage games. You let the process play out. You take your time with the decision, like Wes Miller said. Have the conversations that need to be had. Loop in the Ohio Attorney General, see what he thinks, and go from there. Conversations that people way above my pay grade are making. We can't make them on the podcast. I'm just giving you Houdini's opinion and stating the facts here, and that is Jameel Reynolds is technically free. He's eligible to play with that large nuance that I just mentioned that is unprecedented. We've never seen anything like it in college basketball.